Hello, and welcome to the DE Talk podcast. We have a special rooster takeover episode for you today with me, Ruth Toombs, and Rob Cox, both from Recruit Rooster. Uh, We hope you enjoy this mini episode of the DE Talk podcast. Hey, everybody. So welcome to some, well, it's going to be our podcast. Mm -hmm. We're going to do what we want. Yeah. Right. So my name is Ruth Toombs. Um, I'm here at Recruit Rooster and we're going to be talking about employment branding. So think like trends and tactics and of course in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. So uh, nobody knows what's going on uh, ever <laughs> and everything is constantly changing. So just kind of keep that in your head. Oh, yeah. I mean, through. over the past, you know, three years now, like we, we really don't know. No, no nobody knows. Okay. Hey, we know something. We know something. We are, yeah. Recruitment experts. Oh, yeah. Consultants. Well, yeah, Ruth is. She's basically <laughs> the Bill Gates of recruitment marketing technology. She's been I love in the that. industry for, I don't know, what, 37 years? I mean, 49, but <laughs> right, who's counting? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Since the dawn of the computer. <laughs> in all seriousness here, yeah, I've been in, gosh, recruitment marketing technology for about 14 years here at Recruit Rooster for eight. And Rob Cox here has been here, what, over? Two years? Are we at two years now? Uh, almost. Just almost under two, two years. years, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know. So we always like to do fun facts about each other. Um, I've really enjoyed working with Rob. Rob is from the East Coast, and mm-hmm. if you're around him long enough, um, you will definitely hear that that accent come out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rob uh, is a veteran, and he brings a lot to the table here. In all seriousness, here at Recruit Rooster, to really help us, um, you know, just me be more proactive in our technology and ways to reach veterans and their families. Um, you know, you just told me recently what that position was in the military. What were you? It's a mouthful. Oh yeah, I mean, I joined to be a rescue swimmer, and I ended up being a door gunner. So wait, you were a re- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? It's different. It's different. So I was a helicopter air crewman, crew chief, okay. rescue swimmer, door gunner. Okay, and so. That's a lot. And, and just take into account for a minute here. So um, Rob's afraid of heights. I am. Yeah. And fun flying. And, and flying. And flying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's our fun fact of Rob <laughs> for the day. Like, who decides to go on a helicopter? No, no one. No one, I don't think. I, I like to face my fears head on. So. Well, I'm not near as interesting as that. Sorry. Well, you have an interesting dog. Yes, I do have an interesting dog. Bubbles. Who I've never met, but I might as well have. Oh, Bubbles is amazing. I know, I've heard. So, yeah, Bubbles is a 15-year-old dachshund. Now, I did read Guinness Book of World Records, 21-year-old dachshund. Bubbles Mm. is in the running. She's super healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, She still has five teeth. Uh, may, five maybe teeth? five. Wow. And she's vicious. She likes to use them. I like that. Yeah. Like she's pretty awesome. Spunk in her. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll get serious now. Um, obviously, you know, the landscape has been very different and unique over the past three years for just about every industry, every employer. And what we kind of wanted to dive into today is taking a closer look at what is necessary now in the world of recruitment marketing? How do we reach candidates? How do we reach diverse candidates? And of course, how do we make you an employer of choice? Now, we don't have all the ingredients to the secret sauce. We're not going to lie there. No, you know, we're going to help. We're going to try to help. And I think that what's great about what we do is, you know, in these times, obviously, we have these numbers and everything that we'll share with you is, you know, we'll go through everything. We'll, we'll show you the 
Uh, we'll talk about the statistics and everything like that, but what you'll see is this trend of everything kind of changing and like going yeah. from the opposite and flip-flopping constantly. And what's cool about us is we're here to kind of change with you, with the environment and, and all of that stuff. So we want to be able to, to kind of create this uh you know, kind of ever flowing recruitment marketing environment, right, with our tools and solutions that kind of help you adapt and adjust to to whatever whatever's going on next. Whatever surprise yeah. is coming next right. year. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we can, uh, we'll give you all the statistics and we, we have the numbers and we can talk about the ROI and everything like that. But what I think is most important in this conversation is how quickly things change and how easily we can change with you. Absolutely. So just like every company evolves, so do we. We've been doing a lot of changing. Obviously, I'm the the veteran here at Recruit Rooster, um, getting dated over here. And, uh, you know, we've changed and added to our suite of solution, our technology, our offerings, and really our consultative services, which is huge, right? Mm -hmm. Like we, we're actually in a place where we're able to work with companies and helping them to make the best decisions um, for what their recruitment challenges are. Um, yeah, we're scalable. That's a big one. We're right. scalable, yeah. right? Like that, that's a big area. So for those of you who don't know who we are, we got to do this quick blurb. So Recruit Rooster is a recruitment marketing organization. So we really focus on a few things, right? So one would be, think of it like pillars, you know, uh, one would be career site hosting. So search engine optimized, mobile responsive platforms that complement every ATS you can imagine, really flexible design, very unique in the space. Um, creative services, think like images and videography. Um, and of course, you know, employee testimonials, even some cool drone footage. Our creative team is awesome with that. And our third mm -hmm. pillar, mm -hmm. you know what, Rob, you know this. This, this oh, is a yeah. big one. This is the most important <laughs> one, I think. So the DEI hiring technology. So obviously, we talked about the veteran stuff, and I can get on my soapbox. I don't think we have nearly enough time for me to talk about that. But, you know, creating an environment where you're not only accessible, but you're reaching, you know, specific uh, demographics and, and, and hiring marginalized groups and things like that. So obviously, that's super important. And I think the most important part for me, uh, particularly coming from a larger competitor in the space, is that we're way cheaper. <laughs> I like, you know, we never, I never lead with that. I know you never lead with that, but let's be honest, like cost it's matters, important. budget matters. Like yeah. people, if anything, the last few years have taught us to just be prepared for the unexpected. Mm -hmm. So being cost conscious and budget conscious is absolutely paramount. Well, yeah. And I think that when you're talking about not only like budget, you know, slashing and things like that because of the pandemic, we're talking about like organizations that don't necessarily have budget for these types of things, right? right. So, or they're pulling from marketing who doesn't want to give them the money. So we want to make sure that we're, we're giving these people a chance, right? These, these organizations that aren't, I don't know, like these giant organizations that have unlimited budget, right? We right. want to give the smaller organizations that want to dive into the recruitment marketing field as well. We want to be able to make sure that they are getting the same kind of resources that anybody else is at, at a good price, right? So we're Absolutely. That, that's a big thing for us. It's a big takeaway. And it's a pleasure having the opportunity mm -hmm. to not only be able to work with companies in the Fortune 500 realm, but help those small mid-level you know, organizations that get to have their career websites fueled by the same technology. Yeah. You know, like the same technology that fuels these big companies, they get access to it too. Right. So yes, yeah. cost is huge. So I want to take a look at, let's just take... Um, a stroll down memory lane. Oh. Mm. So 2020 pandemic stats. We'll just oh, throw a few out here. What are you doing? <laughs> I thought we were doing good memories. Everyone's having flashbacks right now. They're like, we don't want to. We yeah, don't want to. Back in Vietnam. We're in our, we're in our, 
We're in our PJs. <laughs> We're drinking wine on a Zoom call. Everyone no. thinks you're going to be back at work in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So when we think about, you know, 2020 early on, crazy times, just to recap from, you know, from a labor standpoint, unemployment was as high as almost 15% in 2020. So that's unbelievable. And we had roughly, in total, 600,000 businesses close. So think about that. Like, that is an incredible amount of businesses, whether it be temporary or permanently closed. So you can imagine a lot of people were looking for for labor. So, you know, what about now, Rob? What do we look like now? Uh, uh, yeah, bananas. Those are absolutely crazy. So now it's it's different, right? It's completely different. We're talking about labor shortages and remote work and, and things like that. So in terms of remote work, so I'm from the Northeast, we're here in Indianapolis, right? But I work remotely most of the time. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of organizations are, are starting to see that as not only, you know, viable, but necessary, right? So think about the cost that they get to save. If you have the opportunity to have your staff remote, yeah. why wouldn't you? Right, yeah. And that's, yeah, it's one of those things. You're also opening your talent pool to the nation rather than just like wherever you're regionally yeah. located, right? So especially, you know, for, for people like us here located specifically in Indianapolis, this is the only location that we have that if we weren't hiring remote, our talent yeah. pool is Indianapolis. I will tell you like a side side note for this is I was talking to a very large organization located um, pretty close to us outside of Chicago. And their issue, of course, like everybody, you're trying to find mm-hmm. talent, trying to find candidates. Their issue was having West and East Coast companies essentially poach yeah. talent in the Midwest right. because mm-hmm. they can pay them less and yep. they can work remotely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. So the Midwest is getting hit extra hard, mm-hmm. right? But then you also have people on East and West Coast that like the idea now that it's, it's a remote world. Sure. They can move to a lower cost of living yeah. place like the Midwest. So I guess it might balance out eventually. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, I mean, that's, you know, the whole point is, is we're looking at 25% of people in North America working remotely now. And, and that number is expected to grow you know, yeah. within the next year. Uh, Rob, I was going to ask you too. Yeah. Like some of the conversations I've had with employers, and I wonder, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're probably on the same page, is I hear some maybe like mid-level, even up to executive level leadership, and they're saying, you know, some of our higher ups, like CFOs, COOs, are saying we want everybody back in the office, and they are getting serious pushback. Yeah. Have you had those conversations too? Oh yeah. Well, I think it. De- yeah, it depends on on who they are, right? So. I have a lot of conversations with like mid-level managers and stuff like that that are some, you know, it's kind of stuck in, in the middle, right? So they're talking with the people who are, you know, boots on the grounds for, for lack of a better word, right? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're employees and, and a lot of their employees don't want to come into work, whether that's because they're uncomfortable or uh, they don't want to move closer to the area or, you know, or something like that. So it, it's super interesting. And I think, you know, when you look at a lot of these statistics, I mean, it shows you that, I mean, like you're not losing any productivity with remote workers. So I think that everyone really needs to, you know, this whole podcast is about like adaptability, right? Yes. So everyone needs to kind of adjust and adapt it to the way we are now. And I think that means hiring more remote workers and being okay with it. Rob, I think that's our next podcast because I was reading a lot of different stuff on why companies are looking to bring their staff back and why a lot of times they shouldn't. So that's our next podcast. Yeah. All right, yeah. sorry. Love I totally that. interrupted. Get no, back to yeah, the 2022 fine. pandemic stats. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> now, now we're talking about labor shortages, right? So we yes. were talking about unemployment before. Now we can't find anyone to work. That's it. So yeah, that's so uh, it's not. So overall in 2021 alone, employers ended up adding 3.8 million jobs, right? So at the same time, millions of Americans left the, the labor force since the pandemic and 
and no one's really sure where they went. Great resignation. I've seen a lot of people (laughs) on LinkedIn saying hiatus. Yeah, sabbatical. (laughs) Sabbatical, that's it. No, no, yeah, sabbatical. I I wonder at what part of my career can I go on like a six month sabbatical? Oh, yeah. Were they they backpacking? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No one knows where they went, but they're gone. So (laughs) they're still checking their email occasionally. Occasionally, yeah. (laughs) Right. So it's although there's still 3.5 million fewer people left in the the workforce than there were a year before or two years before, right? So economists thought this was going to be, you know, something that would kind of progress slowly, but, uh, you know, it just kind of turned around, right? It's just like, yeah. just like snap your fingers and <laughs> there's a million jobs again. You know, we're, we're a millionaire. You know, it feels like an, an over-exaggeration, but it's actually an under-exaggeration. There's actually 3.5 million jobs, so. Oh my gosh, just <laughs> even thinking about that, like just even comparing it to three years ago. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, well, I mean, for us, of course, you know, looking at it from more of a, a flexible solution, which is necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's all those great stats. We understand where we were, where we are now. And now we're like, okay, we know the problem. We know the numbers. Like, how do we fix it? Um, so we got to take the economy into account. Uh, we got to take into account hiring trends. And we want to make sure here at Recruit Rooster that we are tailoring these solutions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what you're looking to do. Maybe you want to revamp a career website as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, you know, you're looking for employer branding or maybe creative content. So for me, instead of being like, oh, we're so pushy, salesy, here's our stuff. Mm-hmm. But I want to share like, okay, so like, here's what we've done for some companies. Sure. Yeah, I, I think that's super important. I think it, it, yeah. it makes a little bit more sense to be like, hey, it's our stuff. Why don't we just <laughs> talk about like how we've done it before and how we've helped people in the past. So. We're going to get started. Uh, this first company we're talking about is a large health care organization for everyone in healthcare. I'm sure that you can all kind of empathize right now. And I think that everyone, I'm sorry if I'm talking fast, I'm from the Northeast. He's had a lot of coffee. Too. I have had a lot of coffee He's and caffeine. I plan on having more. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I think everybody can kind of uh, empathize, sympathize, whatever word you want to use, whether you're in the... Yeah, in that field or you're not, you can understand that obviously healthcare was probably affected a little bit more than most places during this health crisis, right? So, uh, you know, not only filling for, you know, corporate and tech roles or hospitality roles, but I mean, the insane task of finding and hiring qualified nurses. Yes. Uh, so this company, they started partnering us with, you uh, partnering with us back in the summer of 2020 and we all know how that went. Yes, and they obviously really trusted us. I mean, just you know, trusting us during that time. Yeah. Nobody knew what was happening, no. but they knew what they needed, right? right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, well, I'll talk to you a little bit about the company itself. So the company is a you know a large healthcare organization. They are a. <laughs> They're a long-term acute. It's like a mouthful. I know. What they do. Yeah, I've said this. I've probably said this like like forty times walking in here, just, just like get it down. It's long-term acute care hospitalization. So what, what I gets love the enunciation. Me, you yeah, got it now. What gets me is like healthcare is like somehow spelled out in that yeah. description, but it doesn't say healthcare. It does. So I just want to say healthcare. So long-term acute care hospitalization (laughs) organization. So they have inpatient rehabilitation, uh, and that includes behavioral health and contract partnerships with other hospitals. So not just themselves, but kind of contracting out for, for other hospitals as well. So you'd imagine even more of a workload, right? So the original solutions back in the summer of 2020, they had a flexible career site, uh, homepage of obviously our bread and butter, what we do, giving them the ability kind of the infrastructure to, to own their own branding, their own employer branding. Uh, Google Talent Search, so Ruthie will talk about that in a little bit. Oh, we'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk Good about stuff. that. Yeah. And then uh, CRM and talent community beta testing. And, and this is like, 
you know, one of the main reasons I love working here is this tool itself, because there are so many organizations that are so set with yeah. this tool, right? And there's, that's what they get. So if you're, if you're buying something, you're spending a ton of money and you're getting something that you might not like. Yeah. So what's cool about us is, is we're really flexible. So we want to be able to kind of hear your thoughts, right? So we want to take your feedback and implement it into the tool itself. So then it's a, you know, it's a tool for users by the user. Yeah. No, no, for sure. And that's a big, like you said, a lot of companies, they kind of cement you into solutions, right? Mm -hmm. The goal, of course, is our, our our buzzword of Recruit Rooster for Recruit Rooster of the day is flexibility. 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 Um, yeah. So obviously they started out really lean. Uh, the need just wasn't there. Nobody knew what was happening like everybody else in the world. Uh -huh. So fast forward to early spring this year, you know, and I like to say this, but it's kind of like the hunger games for employers. Mm. Um, you know, you're vying for talent, you're duking it out, you gotta mm -hmm. find people. So mm -hmm. obviously it was time to, in this situation, to scale up. So the issues that this large healthcare company had were they were dissatisfied with previous CRM, the talent community provider, and they had a shortage of nursing staff. Now our solutions really were, how do we transition 30,000 plus candidates out of their old platform, mm. which we did, you know, mm -hmm. CSV files, mm -hmm. Lots of work there. Um, and then, you know, the other would be how do we help them um, kind of test out an automation of the referral program, which used to be a manual process. Mm -hmm. So we help design and develop a referral page and it contained information about the referral program, gift cards, um, and employees. Yes, that's something that Rob's like, employees? Yeah, weird. Is this crazy? We're going to use employees? Of course, yes, use yeah. employees. Um, could help win for referring candidates in a short form. Yeah, you think about like using employees to find employees, right? So it's it's uh, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about. We, companies use focus groups all the time to, to, you know, within the organization to talk about like candidate market or um, consumer marketing and everything like that. So why not use your employees to help you find employees, right? Yeah. So after running a campaign, through March of 2022, they realized the current employees, weird, were a great <laughs> supplement to their recruiting efforts. That campaign uh, had roughly 1,200 referred I candidates. Love these numbers. I, I love know. These Yeah. And, and resulted in 250 hires, not applies. Yeah. Hires. That's, that's actual hires. That's yeah. Nurses. Hires. It's insane. Nurses. That's nurses. Right. Yeah. I don't even, is there 250 nurses on the market right now? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Yeah. So, which greatly, and I think this goes without saying, complements their existing <laughs> referral program. Yes. No, I love that. And, 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 you know, when it comes to, we have tons of these different stories and, and case studies here. Um, definitely wanted to bring that to attention. So, I, I guess kind of a wrap up would be everything that used to be a bell and whistle definitely taken into consideration as a necessity now. You've yeah. got to use every possible avenue that you can mm -hmm. to make yourself available to candidates, make yourself available to talent, mm -hmm. um, make yourself stand out. Accessibility, make sure it's accessible to individuals with disabilities, make sure there's a way to capture passive candidates like a talent community. Obviously the veteran, uh, military spouse friendly, yeah. videos, images, all of those things. Um, whether it be with us or anyone, just take that into consideration. Like yeah. everything you need to be putting out there, putting it on blast so everybody can see it from a visible perspective. Yeah, think outside the box, right? It's not just the same solutions yeah. that we've seen in the past that are working now. We want to we want to make sure that we're you know kind of evolving with you, right? So we want to make sure you're thinking outside the box so you can adapt and, and overcome this this weird talent war, right? Right. <laughs> 
All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. This is always a blast, Rob. Yeah. And we rest, we're going to do this again. I know. Yeah, yeah, we have, but probably going to talk for like six hours. We could keep going. Right. We're on a roll, but right. we probably we need get, lunch. We get, we're getting our lights here. Uh, yeah. They're, oh, they're, oh, they're, they're, they're kicking us, us out. Here. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the DE Talk podcast. Stay connected with direct employers on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and subscribe to our emails by visiting directemployers.org slash subscribe to receive notifications of new episodes each month. And visit us at recruitrooster.com if you guys want to learn more.